You would play your brains against mine? Against me, who has commanded nations? Hello and welcome to episode 392 of Under the Call of MS. This is a previews episode with goodies that are going to come out in the future you might want to buy. That was a little quote from Count Dracula from Dracula AD 1972, the movie. And I did have, there was one more quote from a movie I was considering that I thought fit well with today's times. And it's from The Godfather in 1972. Michael says, My father is no different than any powerful man, any man with power, like a president or a senator. And Kay Adams responds, Do you know how naive you sound, Michael? Presidents and senators don't have men killed? Michael replies, Oh, who's being naive, Kay? (laughs) That brings us back to some more goodies from 1972. The year of my wife's birth. Uh, let's see for TV TV debuts debuts (laughs) we got this was back in the day when we had a handful of channels three to six channels to choose from and you had to watch what was on when it was on with the commercials no fast forwarding, no recording, no watching later at some other time type thing. But we had the Waltons. President George H.W. Bush said America needs to make American families a lot more like the Waltons and a lot less like the Simpsons. But John Boy actor Richard Thomas called the characters foolish and hot-headed. HBO Cable Network came out, which was a big step for us. For the first nine years, until Showtime started to air 24-7, the channel showed only about nine hours of programming a day. Yeah, that's right. Holy shit. I remember that. HBO would go off the air at a certain time of night. Yeah. I'm surprised they did that. But now I remember. The Bob Newhart show. That show was alright. Newhart left a successful stand-up career to pursue this sitcom. I bought a shrink with zany clients. For 12 years, I'd been on the road. He said, I wanted a normal life where I could be home with my family. Sanford and Son, that was a good show. I like that show a lot. The hit comedy show, dubbed Sanford and Son, after Red Fox's real name, John Sanford, 
was adapted from a British TV series, Steptoe and Son. Huh. I'm going to check that one out. See what it's like. I never knew that his real name was John Sanford either. Maud, a couple of months into this darkly humorous show revolving around a self-described woman's liver, B. Arthur's 47-year-old character had an abortion two months before Roe vs. Wade. Uh, some food stuff. Egg beaters. This product, 99% egg whites in a box, transformed breakfast prep. Never, I think I used it maybe twice in my life. So it's not that hard to crack an egg, people. Al Cap- it's nice to have it separated. Al Copeland founded Popeyes in a New Orleans suburb. Suburb. He joked he was too poor to afford the apostrophe. Uh, Ruby Tuesday founder Sandy Beal wasn't a Rolling Stones fan, but went with the name after one of his coinvesting college fraternity brothers suggested it. Products we can no longer live without. Let's see what products came out in 1972. The Honda Civic. That's a cute little compact car. I think that would actually go over pretty good this day and age. That's, they should almost look back towards that. It's like this tiny automobile turned a company known for motorcycles into a car brand. Sales of the reliable, fuel-efficient vehicles spiked as oil prices soared. See, we need it nowadays. 1972 is relating pretty good with today. Mr. Coffee Drip coffee maker in 1973 a company co-founded co-founder got joe dimaggio's unlisted san francisco phone number and convinced him to be the pitch man despite his taste for sanka (laughs) silly string the u.s army sprayed this party favorite in iraq to spot trip wires on explosive devices interesting Boggle, the game's creator Alan Turoff and his future wife, called in an alarm when they spotted smoke at New York City's FAO Schwartz toy store. They were later married inside the dollhouse there. <laughs> Pong, I had this, or I still might have one somewhere. Atari created the first hit arcade video game. By letting players imagine what it might be like to play table tennis. And it makes sense, but why did I never mentally relate that Atari started Pong? I was thinking someone else started it. Yellow tennis balls. Tournament balls were white until optic yellow was okayed for play. Research showed the bright color was more visible on TV. And probably easier to see to the human eye. CT scanner. Thanks to its sales of Beatles records, EMI, Electric and Musical Industries, 
financed a long shot research project to develop this brain imaging device. Well, that's a good thing because I need that shit for my MS. Miss Magazine, other names, well, actually, I might do another day of stuff. We'll see. And I'll leave the rest of this 1972 stuff for that. Because this has gone on a little bit longer than planned. So I want to get to the goodies that are for sale in the future for you to buy so you can enjoy them. And they're going to come up right after this. All right, back to the goodies. We got Robin Hood 2022 by Xenoscope Entertainment. Robin's true past and her ties to the Children of Darkness have always been a mystery to her. But now, as she tries to help Mysterie and Talisman escape their own darkness, some of her past secrets will finally be revealed. Don't miss this special 64-page annual. So they didn't say annual at the heading of it, but I suppose with having the year, that would be a given that it's an annual. Uh-oh, I see a cat moving around. All right, next up we have Samurai Sonya by Dynamite Entertainment, number one. An all-new Sonya. They've been doing a lot of new Sonyas lately. The Sengoku period of Japan. A time of near-constant civil war. Sonya, daughter of a slain samurai, is eager to prove herself worthy of her family's glorious history. But in a desperate moment, Sonya will make an awful deal with a dreaded sea goddess. She will be gifted magical armor and weapons capable of slaying mythical beasts. But if she falls in battle, her bloodline will be erased. Her family's name no more. I was hoping that that one was going to grab me more, but I don't really feel like I want to jump in it yet. So we'll have to wait and see. They have Saturday AM presents How to Draw Diverse Manga by Quattro Publishing Group. Learn how to create diverse manga style characters from the talented team of artists at Saturday AM Magazine, the world's leading showcase of diverse anime and manga stories and characters. Saturday AM presents How to Draw Diverse Manga features Saturday AM's most popular artists, who themselves represent racial identities, ethnicities, and cultures from all over the world, as well as diverse gender identities. So you can get a good variety of manga style in this book. If you are into the artwork, it would be good. Next up, jeez, I got a bunch of follow-ups. Had to go past, but we got season seven, or no, we do not. We have Seven Sons, number one, by Image Comics. Woo! 
Jay Lee returns to creator-owned comics with his first new title since 1994. A seven-issue limited series, Seven Sons, is The Fugitive Meets the Book of Revelation. Delph, a young man who may be the second coming of Christ, runs for his life as he attempts to learn the truth behind his existence. Interesting. All right, next up, there's a Shoju. One-seventh PBC figure by Wing. Uh, by Wing Corporation or whatever. A Simpsons Ultimates W-2 Bartman action figure. They also have a Duffman action figure and a Krusty the Crown action figure and probably a bunch of other action figures from The Simpsons. All from Super 7 Media Incorporated. Now we got Sins of the Black Flamingo. This is by Image Comics. Uh, Cult Noir Miami Sleaze Sebastian Harlow is the Black Flamingo, a flamboyant and narcissistic thief who gets his kicks stealing mystic artifacts from the wealthy and corrupt of Miami's occult underground. When his latest job leads him to his biggest score so far, the hedonistic outlaw discovers something he wasn't looking for, something to believe in. Be gay, do crimes, as pure pop art. This outlaw occultist queer heist book goes for your throat, your heart, your groin, and your wallet, and will leave you covered in glitter and feathers. Absolutely breathless. <laughs> Alright, we got Skybound Presents After School Number 1 by Image Comics. Morals have eroded. Your kids are out of control. Skybound's new horror anthology is going to teach those teens a lesson. In the debut issue, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead and Greg Hinkle present a standalone cautionary tale soaked in blood and tears. Nora's anxiety prevented her from approaching high school with any degree of confidence. That is, until she adopted Janny, an emotional support dog with a winning smile and a killer secret. But just how far will Nora go to keep her new life? Sounds like it could be interesting. There's a Snoopy box set by Titan Comics, if you're missing out on the peanuts. There's a softable, softbinol DC Batman hard black version, 14-inch vinyl figure from Union Creative. It's pretty kick-ass looking. They also have a blue version. And they also have the Joker killing black version, 12-inch vinyl figure. And they have the Joker laughing purple version vinyl figure and they have a spawn 30th anniversary number one blank cover by image 
and Todd McFarlane Productions. If you want to get yourself a nice Blinks commemorative cover to go get a special drawing done at a convention or something. They have a Spider-Man No Way Home. DS-102 Black and Gold Suit 6-inch statue. It's a pretty kick-ass statue of Spidey up on a streetlight. There's also a Spider-Man No Way Home EA-041 Spider-Man Black and Gold Suit action figure by Beast Kingdom. They're pretty cool looking. And there's a Spider-Man 24-piece magnet assortment set. With some fun Spider-Man pictures, designs on them. There's a Spirited Away More No-Face Coin Munching Bank. That looks interesting. Don't know what it's from, but... <laughs> then we have Star Trek The Mirror War, Cisco Number 1. One Shot by IDW Publishing. The spotlight turns to Benjamin Sisko in this one shot set in the mirror universe of Star Trek, the next generation. Expand upon the world of the mirror war. When Benjamin Sisko is tasked with taking out Intendant Kira Neri's political rival at a very public party, things quickly escalate from tense to dangerous. When another figure from Sisko's past makes a dark appearance. Never really got into Star Trek or many of the characters. They have a Star Wars Book of Boba Fett 2023 wall calendar. They have a Star Wars Legion Star Wars collectibles. It's got the Stormtrooper helmet all painted up, just like graffitied up by Insight Editions. Looks awesome. There's a Star Wars Mandalorian 2023 wall calendar. The Star Wars Mandalorian The Child 2023 wall calendar by Trends International. They have a Star Wars Milestone RO Return of the Jedi Emperor Palpatine statue by Diamond Select, which is pretty kick-ass with the lightning coming out of his fingertips. They have a Star Wars Premiere Collection Attack of the Clones Mace Windu statue by Diamond Select. And... Let's get ourselves back to another book here. And sticking with Star Wars theme, we have Star Wars The Mandalorian number one by Marvel Comics. For the first time, The Mandalorian arrives in comics. The Mandalorian bounty hunter tracks a target for a well paying, mysterious client. Witness the introduction of Jinjarin and the first meeting between the Mandalorian and the child. And it's a great series. I might get it in comic form. We'll see. And I think, well, we have a Street Fighter 2022 swimsuit special. Number one coming out. This is by Udon Entertainment. It's the... World Warriors return for another fun-filled summer swimwear spectacular. If you want to get some Street Fighter stuff, it's got the, uh, what you call it, Sports Illustrated swimsuit style cover to it. And we will end that here and get back with more goodies sometime soon. All right. Coming up next to buy, we got Sun Eater, Volume 2, Number 1 of 5, 
by Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal's popular fantasy adventure series, Sun Eater, returns for an epic second volume in a desperate quest to take his son back from King Harald of Norway. The warrior, Kvidalf, fully embraces his addiction to the parasite Wolfgarm with terrifying results. There goes my lights. <laughs> Got this light going on and off above my head, and it just goes off and on at the weirdest times. Okay, we got Super Freaks number one, one shot by Image Comics. When Finn addicts take control, celebrating 10 years of the Savage Fincast podcast with an official fan tribute to everyone's favorite Finhead, Savage Dragon fans, unite to produce one of the wildest comics ever created. It's crude, it's rude, it's hilarious. It's the most offbeat, off-the-wall comic book ever committed to paper. Super Freaks come comes with our highest possible recommendation. So I've been wanting something Savage Dragony for a long time, so maybe I'll check this one out and see what's up with it. Let's see what Savage Dragon's been up to. There's a super guide, wrap one to five bag set of five comics from Avatar Press. And then we're going back to the good days of Superman with Superman 78 by DC Comics. Fly in the director Richard Donner's Superman once more in Superman 78. tells a brand new adventure in the world of the beloved film. A bright, shining day in Metropolis is interrupted by a mysterious drone that crash lands in the city and starts wreaking havoc. This looks like a job for Superman. But where did the metallic menace come from? What is its purpose? And who is Brainiac? As Metropolis is invaded by the being and its mechanical drones, Superman must make a life-changing sacrifice and leave Earth once and for all. But once aboard Brainiac's ship, the Man of Steel finds he might not be the last son of Krypton as he believed. This collects issues number one to six of the hit miniseries Superman 78, which I don't remember that even coming out, but that's a Superman that I could actually get into reading, so that might be something I'll have to grab out of a bargain bin down the road. Got Sweet Escapes, Buzz's Birthday, 1,000-piece puzzle with a bunch of bunnies on it, and other stuff by USAopoly. There's Sweet Escapes, Welcome to Sweet Escapes, 1,000-piece puzzle. With a bunch of more critters in a village scene. Then we got Swipe of the Fox by Ego Main Ego Manga. Haven't heard of that country country that that company before, <laughs> I don't think. Uh De Aaron Fox accidentally ventures into a basketball video game while his video game counterpart causes havoc in the real world. 
the Aaron has his has to harness all of his world-class basketball skills to play his way out of the digital game and return to reality. Sounds interesting, you know, a little game swap. That could be a fun storyline if done well. We have Tales of Terror Quarterly, Back to School, One Shot by Xenoscope Entertainment. 72 pages of content in these hallowed halls of learning. A new guidance counselor has arrived with a very unique view of right and wrong. Her name is Carez, otherwise known as the goddess of death. And it's best to heed her teachings as your very life may depend on it. Follow four new tales of terror as both students and teachers alike will be finding out firsthand that the lessons learned can sometimes be fatal. Don't miss this terrifying collection of stories set in the most terrifying place one can imagine, high school, in this new oversized issue. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like the creature cover that they have, the cover B. Don't know if I'll check that one out or not. We'll see. I've been seeing a lot of bargain deals on the Xenoscope books lately, so it's like, might just want to wait and bargain it. We got Tales of the Coffin Verse, number one by Coffin Comics. The epic villainy of Insurrectus and his monstrous progeny extends beyond the known universe. Only those willing to take a stand can stop him in separate stories from across the infinity verse. Meet the trust, outlaw, superheroes who fight the supernatural. Captain Scargrave, intergalactic space pirate who sails the haunted galaxy. Macabre, lady gunfighter, wild west loner armed with demonic guns and a bad attitude and Captain Death, who opposes the monsters during 1945's World War Hell as a Satanist invades Europe, told in 60s Marvel style. There can only be two outcomes, victory or total deathocalypse. Death, death <laughs> ah, shit, that sounds kind of fun. Might have to check that one out. I don't know if it's going to be ongoing run. It doesn't say one shot, so it might be. They have a couple. They have a variety. They basically have a cover for every character. It looks like. I'm going to have to figure out which way I want to go with those. And then next up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Armageddon Game, Opening Moves, Number 1, by IDW Publishing. The Rat King is scheming. They just did that best of Rat King thing, so that's convenient. The Rat King is scheming behind the scenes, and it will be up to the Shredder to find a way to stop the trickster god 
and his new trio of terror, Madame Null, Baxter Stockman, and Leather Crane. Leather Crane? Interesting. Will the former master of the Foot Clan be able to locate the necessary counterpieces to foil the Rat King's latest deadly gambit? Or will chaos rule the day in New York City and Mutant Town? One thing's for certain, the answers won't be found in only one dimension. Longtime TMNT scribe Tom Waltz returns to the pages of IDW's ongoing canon in its official prequel to the massive TMNT event of 2022, the Armageddon game. I don't even think the Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles really need to go and play the whole dimension jumping game again. If you ask me, the Turtles were one of the original dimension jumpers. I mean, way back in the early cartoon days of the Turtles, they were jumping dimensions, and now everything's becoming multiverses and all these multidimensional storylines. It's like Turtles should be working on the next best thing, which will be the thing that everybody else will be doing in another 20 years, copying the Turtles. All right, we got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Best of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles Collection, Volume 1, Trade Paperback. Let's see, this one's going to... It's going to collect the four micro-series issues published by Mirage Comics and the four Raphael, Donatello, Leonardo, and Michelangelo micro-series and micro-series issues published by IDW. So, I don't know. It's like they gave us those thick-ass best-ofs, and now they're giving us best-of collection. It's like, uh, I wish I would have known they were going to do that, because I would have went that route instead of doing the individual. Something when it's thick like that, I'd rather just wait and get the big one if they're going to do a bigger box but they have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Deforms PBC figure blind mystery box coming with some pretty cool characters by Diamond Select got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Retro 3D Foam Bag Clip blind mystery box display coming from Monogram Direct they have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Last Ronin by IDW Publishing you can get it in hardcover format if you want And they got a couple interesting figures. I don't know anything about these books, but they just got all kinds of cool fire and all this fans fires, all these different images all mixed together, make pretty cool statues, but they're priced for it. That time I got reincarnated, Milim Naba Danru, one seventh PVC figure by Eastream. And they also have that time I got reincarnated Ramiru Tempest Hagen, 17th BBC figure. And there's a Batman movie 3D foam bag clip blind mystery box coming out from Monogram Direct. And then next up, well, let's end it there. Well, let's do the ward number one by Dark Horse Comics. From the writer of Star Wars, The High Republic comes an intense medical drama 
brimming with fairies, trolls, and real human pathos. St. Lilith's is a secret hospital for supernatural creatures. The personnel are overworked and the facility is underfunded. It's a place and and a life Dr. Nat Reeves thought she left behind until a wounded woman with a tail appears on her doorstep. And we'll end it there and get back with more goodies soon. Do you hear that? Light crack of thunder, a flash of lightning. It's because you're going to want to buy Thor, Lightning, and Lament, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. The mighty Thor has abandoned Asgard in her greatest hour of need, leaving the realm eternal in the hands of her his half-brother Loki. So the mighty Thor in Asgard in her greatest hour of need leaving the realm eternal in the hands of his half-brother Loki. (laughs) So, now I'm totally confused. And they're so confused by mixing the sexes, they don't know what they're talking about anymore. In the absence of its rightful ruler, Odin, with Asgard under assault by legions of trolls and the Lady Sif hovering near death due to a possible fatal wound suffered in battle, can anyone save the Golden City from annihilation? I don't know. We gotta figure out who they are first. I don't know what's up with this Banner of War thing. I thought we'd be done with it after part three in the last catalog, but now they got Thor volume six. Number 26 is Banner of War part four. I don't know how many issues they're going to come out with on this. I'm confused. They have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pizza cookbook gift gift set by Insight Editions. If you want to add another cookbook to your comic book cookbook collection since they've been coming out with some cool ones between Star Wars and oh, what was the other one that we just had recently? I can't remember now, damn it. But yeah. Tomb of Dracula, number one. They have a facsimile edition of that coming out by Marvel Comics. Uh, We got Trailer Park Boys, House of 1000 Conkeys by Devil's Due Publishing. Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles are back. This time in a spooky one-shot with everyone's favorite lunatic puppet, Conky. After Bubbles' haunted house is canceled, he swears revenge on those responsible and turns to the long-buried Conky to help him teach Ricky and Julian a terrifying lesson on the importance of Halloween. This one is sure to scare the shit out of someone, maybe you, so make sure you got your brown pants on when you read it. There's another one coming out in June, but it's Halloween-related, so that's interesting. Don't care about the Trailer Park Boys, but this looks like a story I wouldn't mind reading. One day. 
We have Transformers, King Grimlock by IDW Publishing. The iconic Transformers character embarks on a solo adventure through a world of swords and sorcery unlike anything ever seen before. Grimlock, the beloved powerhouse, T-Rex with an attitude, and one of the strongest Cybertronians, or Cybertronians in existence, finds himself magically transported to a world of fantastical beasts and strange powers. In this savage world where the strong rule the sword and iron, Grimlock finds a new opportunity to prove he's the strongest there is. But as Grimlock and the human barbarian, Arco, will learn, sometimes brute strength isn't enough. I'm not a big Transformers fan anymore. The movies kind of ruined it for me, the newer movies. Just took the enjoyment from the childhood out. Transformers Special Number One One Shot by IDW Publishing. A thrilling conclusion to the saga that started in Transformers 2019 Number One. The Decepticons had the upper hand. Cybertron is falling, and Optimus Prime has an imploder, possibly the most dangerous Cybertronian-built weapon in history, to his head. This is the Autobot's last stand. But what does Triumph look like in a desperate situation? The war for Cybertron may end here, but the Autobots and Decepticons aren't done yet. Okay, we got another Ultraman thing coming out. This is a Ultraman Tiggy multi-type Ultraman Tiggy Bandai Sports Figures Zero by Bandai Tamashi Nations. <laughs> uh, it's pretty interesting looking sculpt sculpture of. Ultraman and sort of kind of like a gem environment with a some type of octopus-like creature coming up from the depths underneath them. And we got an Unbox Industries Junji Ito Color Edition Figure Blind Mystery six-piece display coming out. I believe that that's by Dispersed Limited. Isn't that the Creepy horror figures, I believe. Yeah, they got the bleeding eye girl and stuff. The two-headed one. The one that's got like a big old slug coming out of her face. All kinds of creepy heads. All right. Undiscovered Country's back. I was wondering what was up with that. It kind of like stopped for a while and then we didn't hear nothing else from them, but we have Undiscovered Country, uh, Destiny Man Special, number one one-shot by Image Comics. The greatest villain of the Undiscovered Country is the mysterious Destiny Man, the dark god of the plains, the conqueror who believes he is destined to rule the new America. 
Now in this special issue, dive into the insanity of his past and learn why his ultimate destiny is to rule it all. I am going horse. I am going to have... I need to get some type of lemon spritz thing down here. Alright, next up there's an unholy Alarine bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. There's a Universal Monsters vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Leonardo as Hunchback. Ultimate 7-inch action figure by NECA. So it looks like they're doing redoing the Universal Monsters Turtle figures, which they did a while back. Back, I believe, in the 90s in the standard action figure form. Uh, we have, uh, those are some ongoing. We have a Vampire Dies in No Time, Dreadlock, and John Nendoroid action figure by Orange Rogue. Pretty cool looking figure. And next up, we got more Halloween stuff. It's really surprised me. Vampire's Halloween Special One-Shot by Asylum Press. Sink your teeth into this horrify, hor- horrifically haunted vampiric one-shot special. It's sure to drain the ever-living life out of you. Or at least drive you batty. Uh, let's see here. It's a creepy, creaking castle. Literally... Swarming with vicious pre-code vampires. Ampires. Featuring rarely seen bloodsucker classics from the gory golden age of comics. Highlighting the spine-chilling art of Lou Cameron, Dick Beck, George Klein, and more. Featuring the classic tales, Vampires Bite, One Door from Disaster, and Vampire Castle. Featuring vintage comic book ads, and commentary by host Mr. Carswell. Yeah, I'll, I'll be definitely getting that for the wife's collection. That'll be a nice little vampire ad on Hex since they're pumping this stuff out. Maybe I'll just get a bunch of little Halloween stuff together for Shelly. Make her a little box of Halloween goodies. All right. We got Vampiverse Presents The Vamp. Number one, one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. Torn from the pages of the hit series Vampiverse, meet this reality's version of Vampirella, the Vamp, a mysterious crime fighter in the 1930s classic pulp style who could give the shadow a run for his money. But who is the Vamp? Where did she come from? And how did she become the scourge of all things evil? And what is her terrifying connection to the cult of chaos? Join us this summer for a titanic tale of terror, action, and adventure from the creative team behind the hit Vampiverse miniseries. I like the Vampiverse run. I like that they got this one coming out. It's kind of got that old old world, world War pinup style look to it. Let's see. I think I could end this here and do one more chunk to finish off this month's goodies. So we will be back. (music) 
All right, let's finish off the goodies for this month. We got variance number one. What would it really... Oh, actually, it's from Marvel Comics. Uh, what would it really be like to meet an alternate version of yourself? Another you who had made different choices and lived a completely different life as a result. That's the question facing Jessica Jones as what seemed like a routine investigation instead has her encountering other incarnations of herself from across the multiverse. Can Jessica get along with herself? Will she want to kill her other selves? And will seeing the lives she could have led drive her into a self-destructive spiral? This is what happens when you meet the variants. Great, so now we're going to do variants of every single comic book character out there going through every single multiverse and every single type of everything so everybody can have their own version. <laughs> uh, there's a Venom 2023 wall calendar out coming out with all the other calendars. These are cool. I want both of these. There's a vinyl gold Jimi Hendrix 12-inch vinyl figure by Funko and a vinyl gold Jimi Hendrix 5-inch vinyl figure. I would rather them both be the same size. I just like the different outfits. And Jimi Hendrix had some pretty awesome style with the old bell bottoms and loose pin tops and his headgear and stuff. It just, yeah. I'd like to see a variety of different Jimmy figures out there. All right. We got Voices That Count, a comics anthology by women. Graphic novel by IDW Publishing. Brought to life by a host of talented creators, this graphic novel anthology dissects what it means to be a woman in today's hyper-masculine world. Voices That Count is a collection of short comics that celebrates women. Printed in English for the first time, this Spanish collection highlights and uplifts women's voices, collecting their stories of life, love, and empowerment, interacting with everything from the realities of gender imbalance in the workplace through a gender-flipped lens to toxic beauty standards taking a toll on the body image of young girls. Voices That Count gives women a space to recount their struggles and triumphs. And next up, we got Box One Shot by Kex Publishing. Can Knowledge Lead to Salvation? Vox explores a colorful society teetering on the brink of annihilation, and asks, Can anyone resist succumbing to the voice of truth? Creators Jai and Alexandria Huntington delve into extremism and fantasism through the lens of philosophical satire in this 32-page one-shot. All right, we got Wannabes number one by Scout Comics. Uh, they have a, two different covers. One, the characters are walking one way with certain powers, and they're walking the other way dressed up differently and set up. It's like you almost want to get both covers. 
Uh, Scoot imprint. Jordan and Walt love comics, especially those that follow the adventures of their favorite real-life superheroes. Jordan idolizes the high ideals and selflessness of the more noble heroes, but Walt prefers the street-level vigilantes who punish the bad guys with crippling force. When the 15-year-olds decide to don ski masks and patrol their neighborhood to become heroes themselves, they are easily beaten by a mugger and narrowly escape becoming stabbing victims themselves. Undeterred, they try again, but this time there are guns, and this time there are radioactive canisters, and this time... Well, read the premiere issue of Wannabes to find out. Enjoy the first issue of this nonstop title, followed by the entire story collected soon after in one volume. <laughs> we have Demons, trade paperback, by Dark Horse Comics. It is put together, collecting the three-issue miniseries plus some never-before-seen sketch material and original scripts are also in it, so if you missed out on that, you can get it now in collected form. We have Welcome to St. Hell, My Trans-Teen Misadventure, graphic novel by Graphics. Lewis has a few things to say to his younger teen self. He knows she hates her body. He knows she knows she's confused about who to snog. He knows she's really a he and will ultimately realize this. But she's going to go through a whole lot of mess. Some of it funny, some of it not funny at all. To get to that point, Lewis is trying to tell her this. But she's refusing to listen in Welcome to St. Hell. Sounds interesting. All right, we got Where Starships Go to Die, number one by Aftershock Comics. Point Nemo, the farthest ocean oceanic point on Earth from any landmass. A spacecraft graveyard where rockets and satellites can be safely ditched on the ocean floor in a near future ravaged by climate change, an African astronaut teams with an Indian shipping magnet to mount a dangerous salvage mission to recover the wreck of humanity's first interstellar starship. But what they find is beyond their worst nightmares. Well, what is it? It's a tale that will make you rethink the space race. Interesting. Something brings something back from space, maybe? Alright, got Wild Cards. Drawing of Cards. Number one. By Marvel Comics. I was surprised to see this come back, because I didn't think this was a big run or anything. But The legendary George R.R. R. Martin superhero series comes to Marvel. Spanning more than 25 novels, more than 20 short stories, released over three decades, and written by more than 40 authors, 
The Wild Card series tells the story of an alternate history in which the Earth is home to superpowered individuals. When a human is infected with the alien wildcard virus, the odds are that they will be killed, which is referred to as drawing the Black Queen. Drawing the Black Queen. Of those who survive, the bulk of them become jokers, left with some strange mutated form. A lucky few are called aces. Those gifted with superpowers, they can put to use towards hero, toward heroes' goals or villainous ones. Now, for the first time in comic book form, see how the Wild Cards universe began with an adaptation of the very first stories in the original Wild Cards novel. So I have some of the original ones, but the covers didn't pull me in or anything. It just was old-timey war stuff looking. And so I never checked it out, but I guess I'm going to have to. I got Women of Marvel 2023 wall calendar from Trends International. Now we got some Archie stuff. We got World of Archie Jumbo Comics Digest number 120 by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, in Beach Party Mystery, Veronica, Veronica has invited all of Riverdale High to a party on her father's private island. Excuse me. Everyone is enjoying the summer fun until Raj notices that Tony has gone missing. Archie puts on his detective hat and tries to solve the mystery of his missing friend. But will he be able to solve the whodunit? Then, in the heat of the moment, superhero Fireball finds himself in hot water when the Eliminators come to town. But he's not alone. Alongside him are the teen superheroes, Pureheart the Powerful, Super Teen, Power Teen, Captain Hero, and the Equalizer. They must somehow, despite their differences, different personalities and powers, work together to muster up their wits and defeat the evil villains. And then... We have World of Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest number 16 by Archie Comics. This also has two brand new stories. First, in Put a Cork in It, Betty and Veronica discover a bottle that washes up on the beach. Thinking there may be a note inside, they open it, and a beautiful genie emerges. She doesn't offer to grant them any wishes, but just wants to have a good time after being bottled up for ages. It would be a lot of fun until she sets her sight on Archie. Can Betty and Veronica successfully get the genie back into her bottle? Then, in Cheers and Jeers, Bingo becomes the new critic for the school newspaper, including the student film festival. However, when he gives an anonymous scathing review to a romantic flick, that was entered, he finds out it was Samantha's film. Will she find out who burned her artistic effort? And will Bingo be able to make it up to her without giving away his identity? You'll have to read it to find out. 
All right. Yeah, we just about done here. We got wrong earth confidence. I, no, that's wrong earth confidence men one shot by Ahoy Comics. The wrong earth continues its season of one shots with a compelling tale by superstar team of Mark Wade and Leonard Kirk. After a few near catastrophic mistakes by the stingers of Earth Alpha and Earth Omega. The heroes of both Earths decide to teach their sidekicks some hard lessons. Can these junior partners live up to the expectations of Dragonfly and Dragonfly Man? Or will they ultimately be pushed too far? Who knows? You'll have to check it out. Alright, that was that. That's a run-up. Excellent Volume 1, Heredity. Hereditary X trade paperback by Marvel Comic Comics. If I could speak, good thing this is the end of these. I uh, collects Giant Size Ecstatics number one, an excellent number one to five. It's 152 pages of good old all red fun. So check it out. And then we have. X-Men Hellfire Gala One-Shot by Marvel Comics. New team revealed. At last year's gala, mutants changed the face of the solar system, terraforming Mars and claiming it for mutant kind. Do you think you can afford to miss this year's gala? All contained in this one oversized issue. And then the final thing I've seen in the upcoming catalogs is a Yasuki Beast Mode Nikita 3-inch figure of a Little Wolf character by Super 7 Media Incorporated. So put it on your list. Buy the goodies that you want. Hopefully you find some stuff you can enjoy. And we will get back to you someday soon with another great episode of Under the Color of MS. So be good and bye-bye.